Hello everybody, welcome back to Dom and Jimbo's Album Swap, episode number 92. This episode we have three albums we're going to talk about, the first of which was recommended by my brother over here. How are you doing today, Daniel? I'm doing pretty good. How is everyone else doing? Good. Not, not too bad. Um, the album in question was, I don't think, no, you did recommend an album by Elton John before. Mm-hmm. Um... Honky Chateau, which was one of his earlier and more well-known albums, or at least more, like, critically acclaimed, I guess, uh, albums. This one, though, is from the 80s. They might have, I mean, it might have, like, outsold that one, because there were certainly a, a couple songs on here that were pretty uh, massive hits, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm Still Standing, obviously, yeah. being one of them, and that's why they call it the blues. Um <clears throat> stuff like that but why don't you sort of talk about why you recommended this album yeah so uh i think it was all of us the whole family we're having a conversation a few weeks back uh about a month ago actually now um but it was about um well, i think we were talking about something i think it was um which elton john songs or albums that Bernie Taupin was not involved in. Yeah. Was he, he wasn't involved in this album? You know, I don't even remember if I looked at it. Uh, you mentioned that people weren't as big fans of his 80s stuff, so that kind of led me down a rabbit hole of listening to Elton John's 80s music. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I was just a big fan of this album. I thought there were some great songs on it, so I, I figured I'd recommend it on here. So, yeah, that's pretty much my whole history with this album. I've heard a few songs on this album before I recommended it. It looks like he wasn't involved in this album. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just, I'm seeing now. Yeah, it looks like he didn't have anything to do with the writing of this album. Uh... Yeah, so, I, I've heard a few songs on this album before we even you know, had that conversation or I even, like, thought of recommending it for this podcast. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's really good, but uh, let's start with Dad. What are, what, are, what, are, what are your thoughts? Um, I knew that the two hit songs off this album I, I had really liked, uh, you know, even back around when they came out. I mean, I was only, I think, 10 years old when this album came out, but... Um, you know, it was played a lot on, like, MTV and, and the radio and stuff. And I liked the two songs uh, that were the hits off of this. And I just wanted to say that I think when I did, like, the, the looking into how much Bernie Taupin... Because I know they had, like, a falling out. And I didn't know how long it lasts. And actually, from what I remember, it only lasted about two or three years. So I think it only... He, I think Bernie Taupin was not involved in this album... And either the one right before or the one right after. I don't know. He was only not involved in two of his albums. Um, I can probably look it up. So, yeah, so, uh, you know, I finally got a chance to listen to the rest of the album because I never really even thought to listen to the rest, uh, the rest of the album that the two hits that I liked were on. And um, I got to say I'm kind of 50-50 on the rest of the album. Um, I think definitely not his best work on the rest of the album. Um it's kind of, it feels a little phoned in to me. The lyrics don't seem as deep, and that's what, like, 
kind of gets you about Elton John usually. Um, I mean, he really did well on, you know, that. I guess that's why they call it the blues and uh, I'm Still Standing. I mean, those are great songs. But really the rest of the album was like very mad to me. Um, I didn't get into most of the songs on the rest of the album. I can say the only other song that I liked, and I got to look, um, was Saint. I liked Saint and I liked uh, The Retreat, the last song. Those were pretty decent. I didn't even love them, but I thought they were better than the other ones that were not the hits. Um, so, really, it's like, yeah, a whole, as a whole album, really, if you're looking at, you know, content, um, it's really 50-50 to me. Like, a couple good songs, a couple decent songs, and the rest were, like, very blah to me. They sounded like... When I say phoned in, I mean just, like, the, the lyrics are very generic to me. Um, I'm always confused when he talks about women, too, because he's gay. Like, I, I mean, unless he's telling a story, maybe. I don't know. But he's well, like, I want to kiss the bride. And I, you know, huh? He wasn't out as gay by this point, was he? Um, I'm pretty sure he wasn't. Well, yeah, I, I guess maybe he was still trying to hide. Maybe he was still in the closet. He's still, uh, yeah, he still didn't. I mean, <clears throat> did he definitely write his own music for this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, um... So, yeah, I mean, it, it's a decent album. I wouldn't say it's bad, but it's it's not great. Um, I'd probably give it, like, a C-plus as a grade. Um, I really didn't like Kiss the Bride, um, Coldest Christmas, I did not like. Those were the two songs that really made me, like... You know, not really like this album. Like, if I had to think of a couple bad songs, those are the ones. Mm. Like, that are bad. Because they're just so... I don't know. They just seem so regular. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. But they just... I didn't like them. They bothered me. Um, there was some that was, you know, okay. And then, like I said, the two... The two hits off the album and... Um, Saint and The Retreat were probably all pretty good songs. Okay. So, yeah, C-plus for me. So, from what I'm seeing here, Bernie Taupin was involved in the making of this album somehow. I don't know if he wrote all the songs, but... I mean, he's not credited on writing any of the ones I looked up, anyway. Yeah, but, I mean, I, this is just on his Wikipedia page, so maybe this isn't completely accurate, but it said... By 1983's oh. Too Low for Zero, the two renewed their partnership on a full-time basis. Yeah, so I think what happened on this album, because he actually was involved with writing the whatever that Christmas one with Christmas in it. Yeah. He was involved in writing that. Um, so it's possible maybe they struck Yeah, he was involved in... I guess maybe it was kind of split up a little bit. Maybe... I bet, like, Elton John had a couple songs written for this already by the time that they... Yeah. Got back together, and maybe it was kind of a, you know, half and half kind of deal. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, although I, I hate that Christmas one, and Bernie Taupin was involved in that, but he was also involved in writing I'm Still Standing, so that makes sense, that that's a good song. Yeah, I mean, no one bats a thousand. Yeah, yeah, I know. And really, I mean, I'm not, like, saying, you know, Elton John's amazing, and he does a lot of cool stuff, and I don't, you know, I'm not by any stretch saying this is a bad album or he's a bad performer. Honky, Honky Chateau was head and shoulders above this album to me, though. Yeah. But. And I agree with you about that. Yeah. 
But, um, yeah, I just think... I just think a lot of people think there's not a lot of merit to this music, and I I really do. Okay. Um, you know. Yeah, he definitely had some good songs in the 80s. I, I, I never agreed with that. Same thing with Bowie. I mean, I think they were different. A lot of people get down on Bowie's 80s stuff. And he even has said in the past... He wasn't thrilled with that music, but I mean, I don't know. He had some good songs, yeah, thrown in there. He definitely was trying to be more poppy in the eighties. Yeah. But, so yeah. there you go, C plus for me. Mm. All right. Well, Dominic, what did you think about this album? I do actually feel pretty similarly to Dad on this one. Um, I thought the so- uh, the song "Too Low for Zero was actually okay, um, and the song "Crystal." were probably two of my favorites besides the two hits, but yeah, I feel kind of similarly in that those are the two songs that really stand out <clears throat> in the album, and then the rest of it, it is kind of like wallpaper, uh, like what he said. It, it is very average, I think is what he said, um, which I think describes it pretty well. It does feel like boned in a little bit. Um, I think, yeah, and I think that is ultimately probably the problem that most people have with Elton John around this time is that, you know, he had some great singles, but, like, a lot of the deep cuts on the albums, I think, uh, were not up to snuff with what he was doing before. If I had to get... I mean, I haven't heard all of his 80s stuff or even all of his 70s stuff, but um, that seems like what the, the issue is for a lot of people. Um... But yeah, I, I, I think this album is okay. I, yeah, I, do, I don't think it. I from the other uh, two Elton John albums I've listened to all the way through, those being uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road and Honky Chateau, I would say that this is not up to snuff with those ones at all. But it's not a bad album. Um, it's decent. I would say it goes on a little long. I don't know if the, I don't think the original album was as long as it is on Spotify, but I forgot to like look it up. Uh, beforehand, um, but I just listened to the whole thing, and yeah, I do. the The last three songs are okay. Um, I didn't really like. I think you said the retreat as much as uh, you did, but it was also just that they they. At that point, I was just like, "All right, all right, I get it. This album is going on a little long." <coughs> um. But yeah, it's alright. It's not a bad album. I'd probably give it the same as Dad, though, with a C plus. Okay. Um, not too bad. Hmm. Um, alright then. So, seems like C plus is across the board. Um. All two across the board. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess we should move on to, uh... Uh, dad's album for this week which was from the year 2000 uh, by the band Linkin Park their album Hybrid Theory so give us a little history about this dad uh, yeah so like I was back when they came out around yeah around 2000 99 2000 I think um, I was like not that into the whole you know, rap rock, new metal, you know, there they were like a couple bands that I liked out of that genre, but all in all, like, you know, like the, the Limp Biscuits and the, all those ones, like, made me not like that genre as a whole, for sure. 
<laughs> excuse me, and like uh, what's uh, insane clown posse and all that stuff. It's just like uh, no, I can't do it. Um, but anyway, like this kind of stuck out to me as at least a little different. Um, I thought the the musicianship in it was better than a lot of new metal. I kind of dug the whole. Uh, uh, the whole like rap mixed with like screamy rock and like I don't know it just seemed better to me than a lot of the other stuff like I did like some other bands in that new metal era um I mean they call Slipknot new metal but I never agreed with that I think they're just metal but um I like Slipknot um I would say I would say Slipknot is a little closer than some of the other things that people well actually I don't even know yeah there are some bands like they put System of a Down in there too it's just because they were out at, like, a similar time. Yeah, I mean, and, like, I think System of like, Down is even closer than Slipknot to New Metal. Deftones, but... too. I don't agree with yeah, that. Yeah, Deftones is not. <clears throat> Deftones is, like, Deftones is, like, heavy rock. Both it's not them. even that... It's not even that... I mean, it's kind of heavy, but... It, it's it's fairly heavy, but it is closer to, like, alternative... Yeah. All three of those that you mentioned, I, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't put in the New Metal yeah. category. I think they just put mm. them in there. They I, just kind of lump them... It's like grunge, like anything that was, like, kind of loud rock. Yeah, like, and I like... alternative rock around that time just kind of gets lumped in with grunge yeah. music. Yeah. Like, I Smashing hate, Pumpkins, I don't think... Is I really hate categorizing music. music. Yeah, it's so. kind of annoying sometimes. Even though I do it sometimes, I catch myself doing it a lot more than I would like to. But, yeah, categorizing music kind of is silly in a real... In a real sense, so. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so like these guys came out, I heard them, um, you know, they, they had some hits with One Step Closer and uh, In the End, I think it was. Crawling, um, crawling too, right? Oh, Crawling was a pretty decent hit too, yeah. So like, you know, I liked all those songs I'd heard on the radio, I listened to the whole album, I thought the whole album was decent, you know, it didn't blow me away, but I just thought it was pretty decent, like, and I just liked it more than some of that other, you know, quote unquote, new metal coming out. And I thought it was definitely different. Like like I said, I liked the whole, you know, singing, rapping, and screaming. Like, because, you know, the one guy could sing decently, the one guy could rap decently. And I think the guy that sang could also scream pretty good, too. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like that whole deal. And I liked it a lot. Um, so, yeah, that's about... And I know the one on um, uh, Spotify had a lot of extra songs on it. Um, well... I don't remember now where it was supposed to cut off, but anyway, I mean, if you listen to the whole thing, yeah. great. We could do the whole thing. If you listen to only to a certain point, that's fine too. Oh, for so me it, for me, it ends at I think yeah, pushing me away. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the last two, away. and then the live <coughs> version of Paper Cut. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, let's start with Dominic this time. Uh, what do you think about Hybrid Theory? Well, um, people who listen to this podcast however many do might uh find this upsetting because i probably like this better than like some other albums you recommended that are probably a lot a lot higher in the hearts of a lot of music fans mm -hmm. but i did i en i enjoy this album quite a lot and i have listened to it before um I do. It is a little bit of like a guilty pleasure. I understand a lot of the rapping on the album does kind of bother me. I don't think he's great. I don't know exactly who does the rapping. I know uh, what's that? I mean, I know Chester Bennington is one of the vocalists, and does Mike Shinoda do, do vocals too? 
I don't I don't know the names of the guys that do what. Mark Wakefield is also listed as a vocalist, so I don't know. Maybe one of them screams, one of them sings, and one of them raps. Yeah. That could be too. Yeah, I never really looked that deep into it. But anyway, yeah, the first time I listened to it, I didn't even think it was different people doing those things. Um, I just thought it was all the same. I, th- I thought it was all Chester Bennington. I thought he was like the the lead singer. But um, no, the, I, I, from what I from what it sounds like now, I think there it seems like there's two people uh, singing on this album. But I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I do I do enjoy this album. Not like that much. I do think it's it's pretty good in general. I just think I like it. It gets <coughs> it gets a lot of shit. It's an extremely popular album. Like it's one of those albums that a lot of like. It was sort of bur- burgeoning on like the internet age of like downloading music and stuff. Mm. So a lot of people have it like associate with like being like a people who were like teenagers at this time. Um or, like, tweens at the time. Sort of, this was, like, the first album they downloaded from, like, LimeWire or whatever. Um, I don't know if you know what that, what that is. Napster, whatever. Um, yeah, in the time like, of Napster, most people realized that Napster was crap. And then they had that whole legal entanglement with Metallica, so... Well, um, yeah. LimeWire became really popular as a downloading source, share, sharing yeah. source. Yeah, LimeWire was kind of after Napster, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't really... I mean, I was around... At the time of this album. At the time of this album, I was not around at all. But at the time where Napster and LimeWire were popular, I was born. I was a a child, but I was not aware of anything that was happening. (laughs) Um... But yeah, like a lot of people, it's it's like it's it's a lot like Evanescence's first album too, something like that. Yeah. Um, where like the songs from it are so popular and like well known, you've heard them a thousand times, and they're so associated with like that melodramatic new metal scene um, that a lot of people just kind of cringe at it. I think it's a. I think it's pretty good. I I like I like. My least favorite of the, like, singles, like, huge songs from this album is probably In the End. It's an okay song. I appreciate that it, like, it's emotion, I guess. I do think it's definitely, like, one of the most melodramatic songs here, and, um, it's not a bad, it's not the worst song, but I, it's out of the, like, the lead singles from this album, I definitely enjoy it the least but i do i do really like one step closer and crawling mm-hmm. um and those are two of my favorite songs on the album uh other than that i um <clears throat> paper cut is okay uh points of authority i actually really liked um for uh forgotten i, I really liked and pushing me away um those are probably my favorite songs on the album. I did listen to the bonus tracks too, uh, and I listened to uh, "High Voltage," which was actually one of the best songs I heard. Technically, not even on the album, but mm. I do actually really like that song too. I just thought I, I could mention that. But yeah, I think I think it's decent, and I think it has. Uh, I think it's a, it's a very consistent album all the way through. I'd probably give it like a B. Okay. Overall, um, yeah, I liked it. Cool. 
Dominic, what did, you th- what did you think, Daniel? I really liked it, apart from one song. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot. I I the, the song "Runaway," the that song and "By Myself," are like the worst songs here. I really didn't like those two. Oh, I very um, disagree. Really? The worst song on this album is "Crawling." Why? I fucking hate. A lot that of song. you know, a lot of people dislike that song more than most. Yeah. Because it's like. I don't know. I, I don't agree with this, but I've heard people say it's like the most, like, grating song yeah. on the album. Like it, it gets on your nerves because he's like crawling in my skin, and everyone does that. They're like crawling in my skin, and I'm like, I don't know, man. So I don't. Talk, I don't feel that it's like, whiny so much, but I don't. know. But do they me, like any of the other songs on this album? I don't know. Maybe I do. I like a lot of the other songs. I, like, I mean, I guess he gets a bit more like. He's not so whiny on that song. I feel like it's a lot more like, like it's, it's a lot more like, like raspy. No. no, to me it's a lot more nasally. He gets a lot more nasally in that song. And I'll tell you, it really reminds me of Fred Durst, and that makes me angry. <laughs> I don't Fred I don't Durst. See what do you that mean? Really, but you I know, don't... you know, how Fred Durst does that. Are you thinking of? No. Corn guy? No, not corn guy. Fred Durst Jonathan. does that. <clears throat> he might have a point. I don't know. Doesn't Fred Durst like rap most of the time? Kind I'm not of. that familiar he with does, Biscuit, but he he, he does every kind of rap, but he does kind Fred of try Durst, and sing like, too. And when he tries to sing, he's like ta- he, he does was, sound kind of nasally and annoying. Yeah. Yeah. He's like rapping or talking. Even when he's rapping, though, he's got that little nasally thing. And he also yells sometimes, too, on his songs. Mm. And he does that exact same thing, that it's like, yeah, you know, like that shit. And I absolutely hate that. But I'll well, be honest. The only thing I can say to back him up is I have heard that complaint about that song. So, may, you know, I mean, whether no, we I agree mean, with I it or not to. is, you know, one thing. But, you know, he may, you know, I, I don't think he's alone in that thought. And it's so annoying that a lot of people think of that song when they first think of Lincoln Park, because they have so many better songs. Yeah. So many better songs on this album. That's how I, I, feel, I, about, that's kind of how I a, feel about In the End. I like In the End. I, I, um, yeah. To me, and maybe not everyone thinks this, the one you haven't mentioned, One Step Closer, that song... He mentioned that song. No, I, mean, not, I mean, you haven't mentioned it as like what you would think of. When you first think, yeah. of, to me, one step closer is because for some reason that one stuck in my head the most. I think that was like the first song they released. That might be song. why too, because like that was alive and you know pretty, pretty older, pretty much older. And in two thousand, um, what was I twenty seven? Yeah. I, I think like that. I um, maybe that's why it sticks in my head more because it was the first one. Yeah, it, it was also I think, <laughs> one, at least maybe the first music video they released. Because I've yeah. heard when I was like looking on forums about this album, I heard I saw a lot of people kind of talking about how the video for One Step Close because apparently it was like a freaky kind of music video, like you know a lot of metal music videos are. Yeah. Um, that it was a very memorable music video. I didn't watch it, but it is it does sound interesting. I I really hate a lot of a lot of music videos from around this era. Even if I like the song, it almost uh. like ruins the song for me. <laughs> That, that that's the case for like a lot of um my chemical romance songs 
Mm-hmm. And I like the song, but the music videos are so bad most of the time. <laughs> that fa- that most famous Evanescence song, I can never remember what it's actually called. Is it called Wake Me Up Inside? No. It's called... Uh, Can't Wake Up? No. It's... Uh, Bring Me to Life. Bring me, yeah. Bring me to Life. Okay, yeah. The thing I hate, I hate that music video for some reason. Because it's just like the outside of an apartment building and her oh. falling... Or something. Yeah. It's so bad. But yeah, no. Un- so th- that's what I think is the unfortunate thing about Lincoln Park as a whole. I feel like a lot of people, when you would bring up Lincoln Park, would be like, oh, you mean the band that was crawling in my skin? And unfortunate, and that's unfortunate because I think they have a lot better music. Uh, I like, um, sorry, in the end. I like One Step Closer. I've never heard that song before. So, I mean, I... I Yeah. I, I would say it doesn't have as memorable of, like, a hook I really those other songs. I really loved By Myself. I thought that was a great song. Mm. Um, and uh, Pushing Me Away. Yeah. So, like, I, that's, I feel like it's so unfortunate because they have such a bad song on this album. And they have the rest of the album is really good, um, like and I, you know, I can understand that even at some point some people don't like. I'm not a big fan of the guitar mm. on this album. I feel like, especially on in the end, I really don't like the guitar in that song um, because for some reason it does this weird thing where it's like, I feel like it's. I feel like there's feedback. I feel like I'm hearing feedback in the speaker at certain points, and that's like... I mean, some bands feed, use that. Feedback, I, I think feedback is cool sometimes, but... Yeah, I would used say... right, yeah. I don't this, feel like it's used right on that song. This album, I would say, as a criticism, I think it's fairly, <coughs> I think it's fairly overproduced, honestly. I think a lot of the... That's true. The, the instruments are kind of poorly mixed together. Uh, on some of the songs, and it doesn't really come through um, yeah. in, a, in a very like clear or raw kind of way that you kind of, or at least I kind of want rock music to <clears throat> a lot of the yeah. time, but, or at least on some of the songs, that's how I feel. I feel like it would have had more impact if I could hear things better, I guess. I'll um, say it's not a very pleasant experience for the ears, this album, like... I know that sounds like a very biting criticism, but it's not. Like, some some albums like are meant like to be loud. sort of like yeah yeah. It's very loud and it's very, you know, does that thing that a lot of like, new metal does, where it's like they're super iffy guitar riffs, kind of like, you know, they kind of. Um. They mess around with the sound a lot, I think. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like new metal tends to have worse musicianship than than some other things. I don't know. I feel like it it is new metal is so like poppy a lot of the time. Yeah. Um that maybe that's why. I feel I like know. I feel like kind of the iffy musicianship is is kind of the charm in some ways of, you know, albums like this. 
Um, you know, I don't think it's supposed to be like lyrical or music musical genius or anything. I think you know it's part of the charm that you know the lyrics are kind of simple in places and yeah, the musicianship maybe isn't the best. That kind of adds to the charm of the album. Um, I would probably give this album a B plus. You know, all the songs were good. I don't know if I would say there's a really great song on this album, but um, there is one really terrible song on this album. Uh, so it down the whole thing, huh? No, no, no. If this this would have been a B plus if that song, even if that song wasn't on it. Oh, okay. Because <clears throat> I don't think there's a great song on this album. Uh, that's kind of like. Even if all the albums were, even if all the songs on the album were were good, I would still give it a B plus because there was no nothing great. There was nothing that I really liked. Um, I mean, I was I was considering turning it down to a B because there's a really terrible song on here. But you, I f- you exaggerate so much. I feel like there's a little. Uh, <laughs> I yeah no no I felt like that would have been exaggerating. I felt like that would have been another instance. I think you mean by you saying it's a terrible song. It's yeah. a terrible song. You've said that about so many songs, and then you're like, I don't really think that song is terrible. I don't do that as much as you say. You do it all the time. You, that's not true. I've done it with like three songs. That's a lot of songs. I I don't think that's really true. Yeah, I think whatever. I think people do that sometimes. You know, taste change. And there are songs that are, like, objectively good. I've no, done that's that. Not, that's no not true. That's not objectively true. Good. I've, yeah. I've done that, but I've done that, I'll say, over, like, a, the course of my lifetime. Like, there was probably songs... I used to hate... Well, at least say I hated. I didn't really give him much of a chance until I was older. But Neil Young. And now yeah. I love Neil Young. I hated him growing up. Same thing with Bob Dylan. I still don't love Bob Dylan. I still think his voice is grating, but I actually appreciate him and can le- and can listen to him more now yeah. because you know the songwriting's so good and you know sometimes he's not that bad of a singer. He's like okay, and if he can pull off an okay vocal on um, you know on a well written song, then you know that's good. So yeah, there are I, a lot. I of... don't hate a lot of songs. There are I, a lot I... of songs that are overplayed. To the point where it gets me to hate them. And then I look back and I'm like, okay, this song was actually fine. It was just, you know, they played it on the radio too much. I feel that way about I Can't Feel My Face. I still don't like that song, but I recognize it's because I heard it every 30 seconds for a year. Yeah. Um, um, and I don't think it has anything to do with the actual creation <coughs> of the song. I, I do yeah. think a lot of people... That happens to a lot of songs. And some, some pop songs are just genu- genuinely that bad. Right. Um, but I have like looked back at like a lot of pop songs from certain years. And like the 2010s had some pretty good songs that yeah. charted. Yeah. Um, That's true. And I'm sure at the time, I said I hate, I said I didn't like a lot of them. Yeah. Because they were... And it does get grading at the time. Yeah. If songs, even good songs, are overplayed too much. 
but um all right yeah. so uh anyway next uh, up we got uh dominic's choice for this week which was yarda sade and her album from 1984 diamond life so give us a little background on this dominic yeah we went uh from the 80s to the 2000s back to the 80s <laughs> a similar time as the elton john one but um this was sade's first album yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like if you know, I feel like a lot of people know about Sade already. She's fairly influential, I, I think, uh, in the music scene. And she had a lot of pretty popular songs. I mean, I wasn't there. But um, what, I, what I find interesting about Sade is that she does take uh, a long time in between releasing her albums. She I think she released her second album the year after this, but then she waited seven years, I think, uh, wait, no. I No, she did release uh, Stronger Than Pride. I think maybe like f- five years after this. I don't know. She uh, she takes a bit of time in between uh, each of Three her Three years after 85, it was 88. Hmm. And then Love Deluxe was five years later. 92. Yeah. And, and then, then she waited eight years for the next yeah. one. Yeah. And then she waited like 13 years, I think. Because she released an album in like... Uh, 2013, I think. I forget the name of that one. No, it says 2010 Soldier of Love. Oh, yeah. That that was the one I was And thinking. she had a live album out between them, but she did go 10 years between her regular albums, Lover's Rock and uh, Soldier of Love. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't listened to uh, Soldier of Love yet. I, I have heard a couple songs from it, but um, it is it is a bit less... Uh, people do seem to like it a bit less, but I don't know. I, I still want to give it a chance. Anyways... Uh, all of her, just Sade is one of those people where I've heard most of her albums, all of the ones besides the one I just said. Um, all of her album, her discography is so like consistent all the way through. All of her albums are like, it's hard for me to pick a favorite one because all of them are like so consistent and good. Um, but she, I think this album is probably. One of my fa- it's one of the ones I go back to most, and it is the one I listen to all the way through first. Um, and I think Smooth Operator is the first Sade song I, I recall listening to, um, and that song is really good. But uh, yeah, I just I think this is a very great and consistent album, and um, yeah, just some really great jazzy, smooth soul music. Um, I guess I'll go to Daniel first. What did you think about? Diamond Life. Yeah, I was a big fan of this album. Uh, I would, I'd probably, I've heard Smooth Operator a few times before. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I like that song a lot. Uh, Frankie's First Affair was a really great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Will Be Your Friend. I was a big fan of that song. And yeah, I just think there's there's not really any part of this album I dislike, really. Um, I think I think Frankie's First Affair was a great song, and mm-hmm. as long as I will be your friend, Smooth Operator. I like that song. I wouldn't say it's great, but um, it's it's certainly very good. Uh, I think maybe there's a little bit of an effect taken off because I've heard it before, but um, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's a pretty good album. I don't. I'd have a I'd have a lot of trouble picking a least favorite song. 
Yeah. Because as I said, I don't really dislike anything from this. Um, I don't know if I would say I love anything either. I, I would say if I was coming close to loving anything, it would probably be I Will Be Your Friend. I thought mm. that was a great song. Um, but yeah, uh, I was very middle of the road for most of this album. Uh, I remember Cherry Pie being a pretty good song. Uh, I don't I don't know why I can't remember the last song. Uh, why Can't We Live Together? Yeah, I don't remember that. That was some hippy-dippy bullshit. Too well. Uh, oh. Oh, now I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. It was fine. It was some hippy-dippy bullshit, but... (laughs) Well, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad Um, thing. No, I'm... I'm kidding. Uh. Yeah, I would say it's... When I say it's consistent, I, um... It is, like, it's only nine tracks. I, I try to think of, like a, like, a song that I don't like as much. And, like, I don't know, like, all of them are so... There are only songs, like, maybe... When Am I Gonna Make a Living? Or... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I am trying to say, like, Sally, maybe, but I still really like that song. It's hard, s- for me, it's hard for me to, like, pick one that I don't like. I was gonna say when are, when am I gonna make a living was probably the song I didn't like the most. Yeah, so. but I still I still think that song is yeah, pretty yeah. good. It's just one of the shorter ones, and it it sort of breezes past me. I don't. It's, it's not as memorable as I, some yeah, of the other ones. I would certainly say it's the least memorable. So I mean, I I love this album in a way that it was nine songs in forty eight minutes, so it moved by at a fucking clip. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not that much shorter, like. Time-wise, uh, just the songs are... There aren't that many songs in total. And it's, it's probably not, but I, you know, I, I didn't... It didn't feel very long. Yeah. So... Well, but, yeah. That's probably... That probably speaks to the good musicianship. Because yeah. if you can make a 48-minute album feel like it's 30 minutes long, yeah. then you're probably a pretty good musician. Um, I, yeah, I would say... I would say some of her other albums make more interesting and uh i guess deep uh lyrical statements probably um love deluxe is definitely and that one has no ordinary love in it which i think is probably her most popular song probably um this is probably more of a experimental album she's probably you know throwing out her sound i i would say this one is is much more poppy than a lot of her other ones yeah, well, I was going to say, she was probably just throwing out her sound, seeing if people responded to it <coughs> before she started, you know, you know, going into more of her uh-huh. real feelings on things, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if I, it, I probably would also give this a B. Not, I'll, I'll give it an A-. minus. I really thought it really hit all the way through. It was a bit shorter than the last album, so it was probably a, li- a bit more enjoyable. Um, I will say, something about something about old albums are, especially from like the 80s, I noticed artists stopped being really kind of greedy and throwing out like hour and a half long epics. What? Sorry, what'd you say? I, I said greedy, but that's not the no, word I'm looking what, for. 
To when did they stop doing that? Maybe eight. Maybe the eighties. I noticed less of those in the eighties. Albums that we recommend at the very least. They're a bit what? shorter. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of. I don't know. I feel like like in the in the early days of albums, they're all they're all a lot shorter than they tend to be now. Maybe actually, albums are getting shorter in general again. Uh, in like the 2010s and the 2020s. But there is also an incentive in certain cases for people to make them like an hour and a half long. Now, for streaming purposes, yeah, um, they tend to bloat out their albums or at least they release like a a normal edition of the album and then they release like a deluxe edition on like the same day or like a week later. I'll with just... like 30 songs on it. Um, like it feels like, I don't know. I would say I, I think that's better than just like Drake... I I think Drake is p- capable of making an okay album if he just or at least a better album if he just like didn't make his albums so fucking long every time I yeah. ever want to <laughs> listen to them. I'll They're s- all all of his albums have been an hour 20 plus. Yeah. I appreciate a like, nice 48 minute album since like 2016. So, so, yeah. It's good. It's definitely good when an artist can make a nice 40 minute album but I yeah I feel like pre like the 90s I don't I can't think of a lot of albums except like major exceptions like The Wall or something or Tommy where like they're very um or the White Album by the Beatles or whatever where they're very like purposefully long and like these grand epics of an album um I can't think of that many albums that are that long um, like, more than 50 minutes. I can't think of that that many albums like that pre the 1990s. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like the in the 90s, um, there's a lot more, like, I feel like CD culture kind of made albums longer. There's a lot of, like, those hidden tracks and stuff, and I don't know, I feel like songs just got longer for whatever reason. Um, a lot of the, a lot of grunge albums I see, like, are... Like they have longer songs, but uh, like they didn't, they don't cut down the track list that much. They're still like twelve to fifteen songs long. Everybody thought know, they weird. had something to fucking say in the nineties. Yeah, this is kind of an aside, but I saw like a TikTok that was like the top ten female vocalists of all time. Um, I can't remember all of them. It was very uh, exclusive to the um, like kind of the recent history, but also white people like i don't know taylor like taylor swift was on there and like fiona apple and i don't think there was one black person on there which is that just sounds ridiculous yeah like yeah personally i would put like i have a lot of people i would the woman from the black keys yeah whitney houston you mean uh, i mean what am i thinking of i don't know the, the woman... Surely not the Black Eyed Peas. No, no. What am I thinking of? The woman that did the, uh, the side project that, that, I listen, that I had you listen to? Thunder... Thunder oh. Bitch? Uh, oh, 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 Brittany Howard, yeah. What is she from? Alabama Shakes. Alabama Shakes, I'm sorry. Yeah, Brittany Howard was one I was thinking of from recent history. But, mm-hmm. like, even, like, just going back, I mean, like, fucking, I don't know, Billie Holiday... 
Nina yeah. Simone, any of those people, like Whitney Houston, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Any of those, I mean, that's Sh- not, Sade. That is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It, it just is like, and even more Swift. recent ones, like, I mean, I don't know, like, I've been, uh, shown you guys a SZA album before, but I think SZA is amazing, uh, singing-wise. Mm. Um, like, even any, like, pop Her. stars, like Rihanna or Beyonce could be on there, too. Yeah. Oh my god, I keep playing songs for us. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah. aside over. Taylor Swift isn't... Taylor Swift, I don't yeah. think, is that good of a vocalist. Like, all the people like on there... Songwriter. Yeah, all the people on there, I, I respect. They put, like, Bjork on there, too, which is, like... I mean, I don't know if she's a bad vocalist, but she is certainly a strange vocalist. Um, but yeah, I, I, I respect all the people I, re, I recall them putting on their list, but it was all, like... 90s forward and also no black people at all. It was all white people, I, I think. Um, different strokes so. for different folks, I guess. I think they just don't listen to like a lot of soul music or you know anything outside of like pop music or like indie type stuff or like rock music. I was gonna tell them, but yeah. funny story about Lincoln Park and I totally forgot. It's just I, I'll tell it quickly. The night, I think the night Chester Bennington died, we went to a, like a carnival or something, a fair, I don't remember, (coughs) and when we were leaving, I saw two guys in the parking lot fucking bawling their eyes out, and being like, we miss you Chester, (coughs) you'll never be forgotten, and uh, that just... Yeah, he had a, you know, he had a big following, and a lot of people, especially from that era... Of music, really liked him. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm not all on like the whole like, you know, respect the dead no matter what. There are some shitty dead people, but Chester Bennington seemed like a a decent guy, and I think it's sad that he died. It was weird though, that he started I singing for Stone Temple Pilots too. That was like a Chester weird combination. Bennington? Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, he toured with them. He joined. They made him the new lead singer after Scott Weiland died, and he like he did. I don't know if he did an album with them or just toured with them. I don't remember, but he was in the band for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, Lincoln Park. I've I've heard some of Lincoln Park's later stuff, and that stuff is pretty ass. But yeah, <laughs> I would. I think that uh, Chester Bennington did seem like a nice guy, and I think it's sad uh, yeah. what happened to him. Anyway, and I like, this album. Uh, sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. keep going on the sides. Go ahead. What did you think of Diamond Life? Um, it wasn't bad, and what's weird is, I kind of wound up feeling the same way about this album as I did with the Elton John album, but not for the reason that, like, it, like everyone, like you said, everyone kind of bagged on his 80s stuff, and I've never heard anyone, you know, say anything too bad about Sade, but like, I don't know, there was like, half the songs were pretty good, and the other ones kind of like sounded the same to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't anything I hated, but it's because it, it was all, well, actually, I don't know, it's, it's kind of that it was all decent. Like, mm-hmm. nothing sucked. Yeah. A few of them were way better than the other ones. Like, I think Smooth Operator is a good song. I think Your Love is King was a really good song. Um, yeah. I did not like Frankie's First Affair. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. That that song bothered me. It, like, annoyed me or so, for some reason. I don't remember it. It was, uh, 
it seemed like it was like the contents of the song that was like I mean it is a little I mean it's definitely suggestive but I like that will be your friend a lot that was probably my second or third favorite song the top three songs for me were definitely Smooth Operator Your Love Is King and I'll Be Your Friend Mm -hmm. um yeah I think Frankie First Affair might have been my least favorite song on the album and then, you know, everything else kind of fell in the middle. It was decent, you know? Yeah. And, you know, obviously I realized she's got a great voice. Um, the jazz musicianship in it is, is pretty good. Um, it's interesting to listen to throughout the whole time. It's very mellow, chill, you know, like music. And that's always, like, good if mm-hmm. it's done well. And this is done well. It's just, like, some of it fell in the medium to me, in the middle. So, like, I can't say I loved it. But I definitely liked it. So, um, I would probably give it a straight B. Um, Yeah. Yeah, straight B. Again, like, nothing blew me away too much. But, you know, there were some good songs and there were some decent songs. And like I said, really the only song I didn't like was that uh, Frankie's First Affair. I don't know why that song bothered me so much, but it did. I would would say this is a pretty cool city album. I remember I listened to this a lot when I went to Atlanta earlier this year. Mm -hmm. And at night... Listening to this at night in Atlanta was a pretty cool experience. Just a oh, lot of cool. like the lights and the vibe going on. Cool. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, but All right. Yeah. Well, now we're down to me and Dominic this time, mm-hmm. and our um, our picks. You got yours, or I can I can do mine if you want. You can do yours. I have mine too, but okay. Um, you can go ahead. So, believe it or not, I'm going to go back. To country this week. I am finding a lot more country that I like lately. And it's usually what they consider alternative country or like whatever indie country. I don't know. Again, with the classifications, it's like really annoying. But I heard one song off this album on like a playlist or something. And also, the reason I looked into it more was because Jason Isbell, this is actually the band he started in. Remember I gave you guys Jason Isbell in the 400 unit? Yeah. Yeah. He was originally the singer of this band, and then he left and went solo. So what I'm going to recommend this week is an album by the band Drive-By Truckers and their 2004 album, The Dirty South, which is Jason Isbell's, one of the singers in the band. Was it? Somebody else in this band too. Yeah, that's famous. Is it? I've heard the name Drive By Truckers before. Yeah, I think they've had a few singers that like went on to be more or less. uh, Chris Stapleton was it? Was it Chris Stapleton? Was it? I was gonna say Chris Stapleton, but that didn't sound right. And they're still making albums. I mean, they put out an album. What was their latest one? I think they just keep changing singers. They had one out in 2020, so. Yeah, I've, 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 uh, I've actually had this album on, like, my back burner in my mind of albums that I've kind of wanted to listen to. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah. I, yeah, um. Yeah, I, I'm excited to listen to this one. This was their, they've been around since 98, and this was their one, two, three, four, fifth album. They put out an album, like, almost every year. 98, 99, they skipped 2000, 2001, skipped 2002, 
and 23, and then 2004 was the Dirty South. So, yeah. They had five albums out. This was their fifth, I mean. I have a list of all yeah, of them. It doesn't seem like. been in this band before. Any of the other names sound familiar? Not to me, but I'm wondering if they do to you. Patterson Hood, mm-hmm. Mike Cooley, mm-hmm. Brad Morgan, mm-hmm. Jay Gonzalez, mm-hmm. Matt Patton. No. <laughs> Uh, Jason Isbell. Yeah. No, that's... Th- Spooner Oldham? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm certainly remember that. John Neff. No. Shauna Tucker. That... I don't see... I don't see many people... It doesn't even list... Oh, it said... Yeah, I think whenever they made this album, Jason Isbell was in the band. Yeah. Um, Earl Hicks. He's way down the list, though, because he's not on the, on the, in the band anymore. So. Rob yeah, Malone, so. Matt Lane, Adam Howell, and Barry and Barry Sell. No, that yeah. that Jonah name sounded a little bit. Shauna. Shauna, I mean. Shauna Tucker. Well, she doesn't say if she was a singer. She, I, she's a singer songwriter slash bassist. Hmm. She might have been a bassist. It says she singer. did bass and vocals for the band from two thousand three to two thousand eleven. Ah, never that's happened. weird. I don't hear much. That encapsulates when this album is. So. Yeah, I don't. I didn't hear much vocal, female vocalizing in it, but I don't know. Maybe there was, and I just didn't realize it. But yeah, so that's my pick: the Dirty South from 2004 by the band Drive By Truckers. What you got this week? Well, this is a bit of a newer one from this very year. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I was thinking like. Uh, Um, <clears throat> I want to recommend one from this year again because I like I like doing that. I feel like it's interesting to hear you guys like uh, sort of catch up on some newer music. I think is good. We're also um, coming to the end, twenty twenty two. That's true. Fairly soon. Um, so, the, and this album is a fairly popular one. I would say that I think it's one of the best albums of the year so far. Probably it might be my favorite. This and the Denzel Curry one are uh, sort of neck and neck for this, but it might be my favorite rap album of the year. Um, but it did take the Denzel Curry one longer to grow on me. This album, I heard it the first time, and I thought it was, like, fantastic. And I, list- I there's so many songs I still listen to from it that are amazing. Um, but... I'm going to recommend the album The Forever Story by Jid. Um, spelled J-I-D. I think some, pe- oh, some people say it like J-I-D. Uh, most people I've heard it say it like Jid. Um, but it's capital, all caps, J-I-D. Um, is his name. Okay. And, uh, yeah, The Forever Story. He had two albums before this. Um... Well, yeah, he had two albums and some, I think, some mixtapes, too. I'm more familiar with his albums, though. Those albums are pretty great, too, but... And I, I was afraid that, like, he would lose his consistency, maybe, but the singles for this album and then the album itself kind of dashed that thought away because it is really great, in my opinion. His rapping on this album is even, like, way improved from his other <coughs> ones. He's, he's a very... He has a very, um distinct voice he has kind of a higher pitched uh voice i i i 
when I first heard it, I thought it, it it's still kind of goofy sometimes, but it works most of the time because he's usually not being that serious, and he usually has kind of a tongue-in-cheek way that he uh, goes about rapping. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's very charismatic in my opinion, and um, yeah, just I really like this album. There is an extended version, but it's only one track longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean. You don't have to listen to that, uh, but you know. Yeah, I just thought I, th- I usually try to throw it out there if it's if there's like an extended version, um, like to watch out for that, um, so you don't listen to like an altered version of the album. But you know, whatever. Um, so yes, if you want to be caught up for next week or I guess uh, two weeks from now, um, listen to the Forever Story by Jid and what was yours? Uh, Drive by Trucker's album, the the Dirty South. Yes, and this was an album I gotta say real quick that was pretty much standalone in the fact that my favorite song on the album is the last song, mm. <laughs> which is very rarely with the case. But um, I mean, I liked a lot of songs on this album, but I I that's definitely one I put on my playlist and like really listen to a lot now and mm. love. Um, nice. So, yeah, and yeah, so my album is uh, Drive By Truckers, The Dirty South. And uh, that's about it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, hope you guys have a good one.